podcast, but not as originally intended. I, we uh, we're going to be talking about a movie. What movie is it? A goofy movie. Yeah. Why yeah. aren't we doing a, a video podcast as originally intended? Well, because I bought all this video gear. We bought it. I it got shipped to my house. And I was going to bring it up to the office. I was off today because it's my birthday. I had some business to attend to. And um, yeah, I was going to bring it up to the office. But I had a flat tire when I went to my car. It was totally flat. And thinking back on it, as I was driving home, I heard a pop. And I was like, oh man, that sounds like somebody's tire just popped. (laughs) Sucks to be them. You know what? I bet it was your tire. Yeah, it probably was my tire. Um, stating the obvious, there it was a uh, for comedic effect. It was very, it was very comedical. You know, it was, uh, also, it was very I, comedical. Chris, I'm be honest, I'm having a terrible day, man. It's it's been a rough day, but I did get to go to Son of a Butcher. Have you ever been to Son of a Butcher? Oh yeah. What do you it's, What do you get there? Have you ever had their burnt end slider? Yes, I have. It's pretty amazing, I would say. Very good. I had I had two All Americans. It's a slider restaurant for those of you listening who don't know what Son of a Butcher is, <laughs> uh, which I assume is everyone <laughs> except for my dad because he works right next to it. Um, but man, it's so good. It's all hipstery, and they got. They got the fancy drinks. They don't have Coke or Pepsi. They got um, fancy weird drinks you don't know about. That air that area is just maximum hipster. This is the most hipster place in Dallas. Yeah, I used to live there when I was cool. I'm gonna move back one day. One day I'll be cool again. I keep telling myself this. I'm pretty sure know. I'm just this suburban boring dad for the rest of my life. Yeah, and I, don't I, will know. Only... I don't know if we can go back. I'll only get less cool, but I. <laughs> I keep thinking of this like big upswing in my like late forties. Um, yeah, it's my birthday today. I turned thirty-seven. I know. Happy birthday! Thank you. I'm pretty excited about feel? it. Pretty pumped. Do you feel wiser? Yeah, I feel I feel broke because I had to give the government a whole bunch of money today for stuff that was that was unexpected. So it's just not been a great day. It's not been a great day. Sorry, yeah, Sean. This is not the energy I want to bring to the podcast. I need no, to we're talking about the Goofy movie. Goofy well, movie is fun. It's one of the best movies we've ever done. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's not saying a whole lot, but um, <laughs> it's pretty it's good. Not best. It's not the best. The best is obviously the Dark Crystal um, in your estimation. No, I'm not. No, the, the Dark Crystal is fascinating, but it's not. It's not. A, it's a seven. How about that? Oh, really? A seven? You called it hot garbage. Uh, but whatever. We don't have to rehash you that. Mind. You changed my mind on on it. Goofy movie's a nine. Goofy movie's a nine. Wow. That's Whoa. high praise. <laughs> like a nine do- for our podcast? It's a nine for movies in general, I would say. No, it's a nine for our podcast. It's a nine, nine. for our podcast. It's a nine yeah. within the context of kids' movies that we've talked about. 
Yes. Um, the likes of which are the bar is pretty low, I would say. I mean, Pee Wee movie and Nightmare Before Christmas are the best two movies we've done. They're both Tim Burton. Yeah. What does that say about us? I don't know. Maybe we should just be a Tim Burton fan cast. No. <laughs> he did a pretty good job with that Batman movie. Oh, Batman was awesome. But uh, he hadn't done a good movie in a while. Wednesday was good. Yeah, it wasn't a movie. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> what would you rate? What What would you rate? You know how rating and review podcasts work, where they just say what they rate the movie first thing without discussing it. Um, what would you rate for our scale, the Goofy movie, and what would you rate for like the real life movies? For our scale, I give it an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. For real life movies. Six. Okay. I I would have gone one on either side different. I would have say nine on our scale, five for real life movies. Wow. So I mean, you rate our movies real bad. Like <laughs> I mean, they are bad. They're on a curve. <clears throat> we watched Theodore Rex. Theodore mm. Rex was so bad. Theodore Rex being a zero and Nightmare Before Christmas being a ten. Yeah, it's a nine. <laughs> I, I would say Indoor Rex on our scale. I mean, got to keep in mind, we also did Barbie Dolphin Magic. I still think it, yeah, that's Rex better. Is that's way now. better than Theodore Rex. At least it was short. <laughs> <laughs> How was work today? I didn't have to go to work today. You had to go to work today. How was work? Man, it was busy. Busy you're, day. You're lucky. Well, You're lucky all you had to do was pay a bunch of money to the government. Yeah. I also saw like some SWAT team in action. Had about what? 12 F-150s, brand new, like all unmarked, but then just all of a sudden lights, they just turned on lights. I was at the DMV. I missed my appointment with the DMV today. Because oh, um, your license was expired. Yeah, my license has now been expired for exactly one year. <laughs> so, um, but the D, like this truck just like whizzed around me and pulled out into like the access road of the highway and blocked traffic and like its lights lit up like red and white all this or red and blue all of a sudden. It had lights by the in the running boards and stuff and in the windows. And then maybe like, it wasn't pulled, just a party tr- a party truck. No, it was a police truck. And then a whole bunch of these F-150s with the same lights going came up behind me. About three of them went by. And then a SWAT tank looking thing. Whoa. Yeah, with like the back door open and SWAT guy. And then um, more trucks went by. And then they went, got on the highway and flip, did a flippity-dippity and went the other way. Dang, that's awesome. And then I got, and then I went and got my inspection done. You think they were going to dinner or something? It's like a group outing? Yeah, it was a team building exercise (laughs) where they arrest pot dealers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, sounds like something was going on. So you saw that? You saw a Cybertruck? I saw a Cybertruck. I went and got my car washed. It looks so good. It's all shiny. Car shines up so nice. And then uh, when I went to leave the car wash, like, you know, I went to one of the little stalls, vacuumed it out. 
threw away a bunch of trash in my car. And then uh, I went to leave and I couldn't find my car keys. I couldn't find them anywhere. And like my car was clean. I, it's not like they were hiding in my car somewhere. And I was like, I threw my car keys away, didn't I? No. So then I had a, I took everything. I had two trash cans. There was one on either side of my car. And I took everything out of trash can A and put it in trash can B. No keys in there. And then I had to take everything out of trash can B and put it in trash can A. And I was like down to the very end, just about to give up. And it was like under a napkin, very bottom of the bag. Yeah. And then I went to Son of a Butcher and I washed my hands and I ate some hamburgers. I'm glad you washed your hands. Yeah. Um, there were a lot any, of fast food things. You find anything else good in that trash can? Well, no, I did not. Any like Andy Caps hot fries bag unfinished or? No, mostly fast food cups. Mostly fast food cups. All right. All right. Some Tupperware. Really? Yeah. Keep it. No, I threw the Tupperware away. You know how I was. <laughs> I was like, I got rid of the Tupperware. <laughs> you know, I threw away the best thing in there. You know how you know how I've been, I was bringing those rice and beans up to work. I found uh, one of the rice and bean containers in my car, and I was like, "Well, these are only a dollar a piece, so bye bye." Yeah, these are twelve dollars for a ten pack. I can spare one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to talk about the Goofy movie? Yeah, I do. I love Goofy movie. Um, what do you like about it? Tell me that. Riddle me this. What do you like about Goofy movie? Um, I love the father son dynamic. Yeah, it gets me right here, right in the heart. Just in the feels. I, I t- you know what? I gotta say, I I went into this movie, uh, with like a lot of nostalgia. Loved it a lot. Nothing, and I came away with like, yeah, this that was good, but I actually don't like it so much now. <laughs> Because you're on the other side. Yeah, I liked it more when I was Max. Now I'm Goofy. <laughs> um, I had never seen it before. Oh, really? So Max didn't didn't get much of my sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Max was a little pooper. He was a, he was a turd. He was a little pooper. Yeah. Man, like I get it. I get it. Oh well, we should probably tell people what the, what it's about. Oh yes, we should we should do a shot by shot recap of the whole movie. That's kind of so. um, We open on a dream sequence. Uh, Max uh, is going through a field of golden wheat, Mm -hmm. and then he sees uh, he sees this girl that he likes, Rox Roxy Roxy or Roxanne Roxanne. And as far as fourteen year old dogs go, she is smoking hot. Yeah, I thought they made her a little too hot. I'm not gonna lie. There were the animators on this movie. Um, the animators on this movie were a little randy. There like, was a lot of hot dog women in this movie. Like, like a in lot the background. of like background dancers and dogs in bikinis, and they were all very curvy. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not a surprise that our generation. You know, I'll exclude you from this. That my generation grew up to be furries. Between this and Lola Bunny, what did they expect? Lola Bunny was 
I mean, and we had, you know, Jessica Rabbit. She's not a, she's not a, she was a human. Rabbit, she but. was a human. And she wasn't bad. She was just drawn that way. That's true. But yeah, um, she was way too, uh, way too much for me when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then do you remember that movie Cool World with, I think Brad Pitt was in it? No. Um, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of attractively drawn cartoons back then. I mean, even Nala wasn't even hu- uh, human, but or whatever personified. But Nala, Nala, yeah, <laughs> really good looking for a for a lion, lion. yeah, for a drawn lion. Uh, um, but yes, anyway, so Max, <laughs> Max is uh, in the. Go- Did this movie come out before or after the? Gladiator must have come after this. So Gladiator kind of ripped this off. Totally. Yeah, I'm sure Ridley Scott was like, <laughs> you know what, what was your greatest inspiration for Gladiator? Yeah. Goofy movie. <laughs> oh, God. Ridley Scott, what a thief. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's going through the field of grass and then he uh, he finds his goddess. Roxanne, she Perch comes on, down. Perch on they, a, uh, they fall down on the ground in a very suggestive manner. Um, and then he starts turning into his dad, basically. He it's grows really nightmare. big. The dream becomes a nightmare. Yeah. So right off the bat, you know that he is afraid of becoming like his father. Yeah, they really established that. Um, but then he goes to school. What is it, the first day of school? Yeah, well, Goofy comes in and is like wearing a towel like a woman. And that's yeah, which was strange. And um, he is vacuuming up everything in Max's room, including his. He's vacuuming up his dirty clothes. Yeah. And then he vacuums up a cardboard cutout of a person that we, that Max identifies as Powerline. Yeah. The greatest rock star of their world yep and so that's established there and then there's a musical scene yeah i did not know that this was a musical it's really not a musical it just has like a couple musical scenes it has a couple of numbers they're not very good um yeah i guess it's still i guess it is a musical it's just yeah not a very musical musical no there's only like three or four songs pretty chill on the music um which was why i was surprised that there was music could have could have could have done without it but matt it establishes that it's summer it's all the teenagers on their way to school in the town talking about how there's only one more day till summer vacation and oh yeah the last day of school yeah they're just gonna like party and you know not do homework yeah. and sleep all day and play video games and Max's yeah. skateboard tricks. Uh, but then Max starts talking with his friends. Um, Pete's Pete's kid. I don't know. I don't remember what his name is. Peach. Uh, and then uh, Polly Shore stand in guy. It was Polly Shore, wasn't it? No, I that checked. The I, I checked the IMDb because my wife said the same thing. I was like, uh, that was not Polly Shore. He's not listed on the credits. So it was just a guy know. doing a Polly Shore impression? Yeah, it didn't sound like Polly Shore. He did me. the whole like 
vowel stop the uh, he did yeah, that thing. it was somewhere it was like they were trying to be Polly Shore, I think. It was I mean I could it, be mistaken. I will consult the IMDB again, but um so they got the whole school scene and then there's like a scene before school starts where um Roxanne's like, hey uh, what's up? And he's like, oh, I'm too nervous to talk to you. And he does a goofy yeah, laugh. He laughs like his dad. And then he what runs that? away. What was Polly Shore's name? What was that? What was Polly Shore guy's name? Lester? I do not know. Waitress? <laughs> Definitely not waitress. It would have been Polly Shore. If not Polly Shore, Joey Lawrence is credited. As Chad, I don't know who Joey Lawrence is. Uh, do you remember the television show Blossom? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, Joey Lawrence was in that. He was a big heartthrob for a while. Was Polly Shore in the Goofy movie? Are you asking me or are you? <laughs> You type that yes, in. Polly Shore voiced a character in a goofy movie. He played Bobby Zimmeruski, who is a friend of Max, the main character's son. Bobby is known for his layback personality and his love for cheese whiz. Okay. There you go. Yeah, GPT. He is not credited in IMDb. Well, any more questions or anything else you want to chat about? No, thank you. You've overstayed your welcome. This is a podcast. That's a very uh, conversational robot you have there. I, I love it. She's great. Um, the kids are very entertained by it. Maddie will just sit there and talk to her until it's like, you have reached your limit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I believe her. It sounds like Maddie has a blast interacting with it. If you ever have more questions or need entertainment, feel free to reach out. Enjoy your podcast and have fun chatting. What is that? That's ChatGPT. Is it really? Yeah, I got the paid version, so it'll talk to me. I have the paid version. I didn't know it would talk to you. Press the little headphone button. I don't like it. It's a little chatty Kathy. Yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. Anyway, uh, so there's a cheese whiz guy played by Polly Shore, as confirmed by ChatGPT, the new co-host oh. of the podcast. And they, um, he, apparently he's an AV whiz. And so Max has bri bribed him with a can of cheese whiz to commandeer the school, um, what'd you call it, assembly? And uh, Max is going to yeah. put on a Powerline concert. He's going to lip sync to a Powerline concert. And um, it's going to be, this is just so the cojones on this little 14-year-old dog man to try to pull this stunt, complete with wire work, to get out in front of his whole school. We're supposed to believe that he's like a laughable loser who we can all identify with and root for when he's going to pyrotechnics, fog machines, a uh, huge video display, and get on a wire and swing yeah. out over the audience. Perfect dance moves. He can do all this. He is not. He is not, in my eyes, identifiable with that. He is just 
But this is his thing. He thinks if he can go out there and just impress the whole school, then Roxanne will notice him. Yeah. But um, what we know, but Max doesn't know yet, is that Roxanne already likes him. Yeah. It's no big deal. But anyway, uh, he, but does, he it. does that. It goes and awry. The, the, uh, yeah, it goes awry. He falls off the wire. Um, everybody laughs at him. But then, then everybody's like, oh, wait, that was Max who did that? That's pretty cool. And everybody yeah. thought he was cool. Uh, except for the principal, uh, voiced by Wallace Shawn of Princess Bride. Yes. Um, great, great voice. For, great principal uh, dog voice. Perfect. Perfectly cast as a principal dog. Yeah. Um, he calls Goofy. At Goofy's work, Goofy works as a department store photographer, <laughs> which is just the, the perfect mean, job for Goofy, I think. He's good at making little kids laugh and smile, you know? That's what he was And then um, Pete, Pete is his supervisor, or yeah. I couldn't really tell, like, but, like, Pete is way richer than Goofy. Like, yeah. make. I think Pete is the department, the manager of the whole department store. Oh, that's okay. the fiction I've built. That I col- I colored outside the lines on that one a little bit. Okay, that's your goofy movie fan fiction. Yeah. Um, I mean that makes sense. I don't know what department store managers make, but I think rich. if you were a manager of like a Sears or JC Penney's circa nineteen ninety nine, you were doing pretty good for yourself. Yeah, enough to. Um, Afford the coolest RV in the world, apparently. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Actually, anyway. he, actually, he's a um, he's a it's generational wealth. Okay. He inherited it all. Okay, gotcha. But he still works in a department store. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, the principal calls Goofy, and basically leads Goofy to believe that uh, his son is going to end up in the electric chair. Not just going to prison. The electric chair. The, he said the electric chair like six times. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> which is... Movie, I watched this movie last weekend with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, two nights ago, she was in the car with me. And she was like, Dad, they wouldn't have really sent Max to the electric chair. Because he's just a kid. You can't go to the electric chair unless you're a grown-up. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, you." I also you can't go to the electric chair for interrupting an assembly either. Like, no. Maddie was really concerned about that. She was like, "Right, right." Like, they don't send kids to the electric right. chairs, right? Like, I don't think they have the electric chair anymore. I uh, I also explained that to her now. Um, I actually I think this this might be the first movie that we both watched with our kids. Oh, really? You watched this with the girls? Yeah, they liked it. They liked it? They did. They did. Um, they didn't really say anything afterwards, um, but they sat through it, so... Yeah. I started um, watching it with Maddie, and Max was off doing his own thing. And then, like, during the movie, he came and sat on the couch with us and was still playing his Nintendo, and then he eventually put his Nintendo down and actually, like, paid attention to the movie... So this movie, more entertaining than Fortnite for at least the last 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. It, it won him over. So uh, so Goofy is now super paranoid that Max is going to grow up to be a hardened 
serial killer, apparently. Um, because he did a song and dance number. Because he did a song and dance number. Um, some pretty, some pretty, uh, some pretty bad parenting in this movie by Goofy. <laughs> doesn't bother to ask Max anything about the incident. No, he doesn't talk to him. At all. Yeah, um, doesn't get his side. Doesn't doesn't even get mad at him for it. He just plans an elaborate vacation. Yes. Just says, hey, you have to go on a fixing a fishing trip and it's gonna fix everything. Yeah. Um, so Goofy also knows nothing about his kid. Otherwise, he would know that his kid does not want to go on a fishing trip. Also, it is very apparent that Goofy has never once taken Max fishing. No. Max does not know how to fish. He doesn't know what a fishing pole is. He doesn't know how to do the little perfect cast. Yeah. Goofy so it's is not like, something that they've done before together. Um, it's just a, it's a nostalgic trip because I think Goofy took it with his dad. Goofy has all these fond memories of his father taking him fishing. And so he's going to try to force that on Max, recreate that with Max, having done none of the legwork leading up to that. No, not including asking Max if he wanted to go. <laughs> yes. Um, but Max anyway, yeah. trying to get the girls. He's fourteen. He's fourteen. He wants the girls. He wants to stay home and there's a party. He, he's got to go to this party. Roxanne has agreed to go with him to a party. He doesn't want to miss the party to watch a pay per view, which is a very nineteen ninety nine thing to do. Yeah, watch a pay per view of a uh, Powerline concert in L A. Um. So he uh, he gets Goofy to so Goofy just immediately after school has the car packed and uh, puts Max in. Now, would you say it's one a reasonably sized utility vehicle for taking camping trip? And no. two, would you say it's packed in a responsible manner? Or no, it is a tiny car was... with a giant tarp on top. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit goofy. It's goofy. <laughs> But that is exactly what you would expect um, of a packing job from Goofy, which comes back to bite him later. Um, So uh, Max convinces Goofy to stop off at Roxanne's house. And Max doesn't have the, he doesn't have the courage to tell Roxanne what's actually going on. He could just say like, look, my dad's being super weird, making me go on this trip. He didn't do that though. Um, He's so ashamed of his father. If he did the reasonable, responsible thing, we wouldn't have uh, a movie. True. True. (laughs) So he tells her that Goofy used to be in a band with Powerline and they're going to go be on stage with him at his concert in Los Angeles. Yes. He could have just said, I'm going to the concert, but he took it the extra mile of saying, I'm going to be on stage with Powerline at this show that I know you're going to be watching. So he has to somehow um, get on stage with Powerline and not only get on stage, but perform with Powerline. Uh, so he has created a an untenable situation. And for himself. It really is. It really There's is. No, 
impossible. Surely, before the end of the movie, he's going to have to confess to Roxanne, learn his lesson about lying, being honest, and and see that people will love him for who he is, or yes. not. Without, yeah. Or yeah. that doesn't happen. Or everything's going to work out perfectly. <laughs> let's let's continue on and see what happens. All right, so um, their first stop. So Goofy has this map from his dad that uh, was a cross-country map to this secret fishing spot. Lake um, Destiny. Destiny. Lake Destiny. In Idaho? Um, but it's a total cross-country trip that's going to take a couple of weeks. Um, and their first stop is a possum-themed uh, RV Road park. Roadside attraction? Roadside attraction? RV park? It's not an RV park. Not it's, a hotel. It's just a roadside attraction. Um, they go in, and it's animatronic um, mayhem. No, I found this part of the movie to be funny. Oh, it was very funny. I, um, and this this part of the movie I enjoyed. I liked it where when they snuck in a little cuss word. Max was outside, and uh, he was like, oh, man, this hell. And he starts to say hell. And then a possum's like, hello, little buddy, and kind of cuts yeah. him off. And that, that big costumed possum was hilarious. He was very funny. Anyway, Max, Max, um, his reaction to the possum-themed roadside attraction is totally justified. Yes. Um, he hates it. He thinks it's stupid. Um, Goofy acts a fool. Um, throws a possum at his son's face inadvertently and doesn't realize it. Um, and then Max tries to hitchhike out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, doesn't like he doesn't like the possum, possum kingdom. They should have called it possum kingdom. It's a toady song. But yes, it's also a lake. Yeah, I like the toady song better. The toadies are from here. Did you know that? I, I that. know that. Do you know nobody outside of Texas knows who the toadies are? That's not it's true. Cute. They're on every 90s best of album. Oh. Okay. That song. I come from the water. That weren't no easy task. Um, yes. Then they, what happens next? Um, they drive. They're driving then, along. Wait, did we skip the... Then... Do they have the big musical number before or after that? Where they're um, no, that's as soon as they get in the car. They have a big musical number um, that I didn't really pay attention to. Yeah, it was like on the open road. I think my daughter's really asked for sandwich or something. I had to go. It wasn't as good as a Toady song. It wasn't. No, it was a terrible song. And Max has a very grown-up singing voice. Mm-hmm. And then they see Mickey <sighs> and Donald hitchhiking. Yeah. And there were nuns. There are a lot of nuns in this movie. There was also a uh, Nashville band with some very buxom uh, backup singers. Yeah, some ver- more hot dog ladies. There were so many hot dog ladies in this movie. Yeah. Like, it was made for 14-year-old boys. Yeah. <laughs> Did they love hot dog ladies? Man, they can't get enough of them. Um, I like hot dogs, and I like ladies. Put the two together. Put the two together. Some gorgeous glizzies. Oh, 
Maybe you got a stew going. <laughs> Don't ever say that. <laughs> I'm going to use that line now. That's a that's an Arrested Development uh, ref. Oh. Um. So their next stop, though, is uh, a lake camp. They're going camping. Not Lake Destiny. It's just random lake. Uh, and then Pete shows up with PJ in the most giant uh, RV that has a pop-out uh, has pop-out pool, grill, has a sunroof deck, has um, jacuzzi. Got everything. Oh, yeah. It's got a bowling alley on the roof. A bowling alley. It's got the super fancy hi-fi system. It's got uh, automatic chainsaws that cut down trees next to it. That was pretty impressive. That alone was was worth the investment. Now I've been looking casually at RVs for purchase. Am I going wow. to buy one anytime soon? No, not at all. They're ridiculously expensive. They're hundreds of thousands. They're like buying a house. They they really are. Uh, the, one of the cheaper Airstream RVs, like not just the pull behind your car, but the actual RV, pretty much the cheapest one is over twice what I paid for my house. So, and it is like one fourth the size of the house. Yes. RVs are for rich people. Yeah. Or people who don't have, or people who that is their house. Hey, we, we built that uh, website for the, that fancy RV company, right? Yeah, those started at like a million. Yeah. Those, those were, were for like... Um, those were the Class A. They were the nicest RVs money could yeah, buy. Yeah, they were for like celebrities. Yeah. Um, I like would like one of those. Bands and those were like... I mean, it was like a three-bedroom, two-bath. It was like bigger than my house. It's like Britney Spears level stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Christina Aguilera. Ooh, yeah, Christina Aguilera. I was I was on Team Christina back in the day. I was never a real big Britney Spears fan. Ex Tina. Yeah, but I do feel sorry for Britney Spears and all that she's gone through. She's gone through a lot. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, but so, but, so Pete, but Pete Pluto, is, uh, or whatever his name is is like you got to yeah. keep him under your thumb. You got to discipline him. You can't yeah, give him, him real bad advice. Yeah. Because Pete is not a good, uh, he's not a good dad. No. Although PJ seems like an okay kid. Yeah, PJ's an okay kid, but he's abused. Uh, he's not shown love, you know. He's not shown love. Um, so Goofy makes Max go and fish with him. Teaches well, him how to Max's cast. first time to fish in his whole life. Yeah, has no idea. Um, uh, Goofy, again, acts like a fool. And hooks Bigfoot. Yeah. There's a very uh, extended Bigfoot scene (laughs) um, where Max and and Goofy get caught in a car. They get trapped. Um, Bigfoot's trying to kill them, I guess. Yeah, definitely wants to eat them. Um, But then uh, Bigfoot somehow gets a hold of Max's headphones and does a whole dance number. Yeah. Michael Jackson. They actually they paid for Michael Jackson license. Was it Michael Jackson? I do not remember the song. Powerline is definitely a Michael Jackson ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, um, was it the guitar solo on Thriller? Mm-hmm. Which do you one? Know, do you know who did that solo? Uh, Mr. Edward Van Halen. But it wasn't on. It wasn't on Thriller. It was on Beat It. Beat It. Okay. Yeah, I just found that out. So I was very impressed by that. Big Eddie Van Halen fan. Um, he died. He died. <laughs> but so did so did Michael Jackson. Yep. A lot of people die. Oh, so far it's almost a hundred percent of people ever have died. Yeah, only the people who are still alive have not died. Odds are they will. Um. So what happens after? So I don't remember how they get away from Bigfoot. I don't remember. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Um, While I had mentioned last week that I remember Goofy heating up a can of beans. Oh, yeah. That was in the car. It was in the car at the scene. Bigfoot still outside while they're like sleeping in the car. And it was a can of soup. And um, Goofy heated it up with a cigarette lighter. Wow. That was just so... um, not as emotionally impactful as I remember. Um, but it, it wasn't, wasn't emotionally of, impactful at all. I, I had no emotions. I think the idea behind that scene was it was supposed to show Max seeing his father have a little bit of competency. That maybe his father was trying to do a good thing with this. Well, trip. they had the whole, it was alphabet soup. And yeah. They talked and, about how they used to spell things out. And then High Max, dad soup. Yeah. He, and, Max... And, and they shared this moment of like yeah. bonding. Finally, Goofy's plan of going on this road trip was actually starting to result in some bonding. And then Goofy falls asleep, and Max, the glove compartment box just magically unfolds, and a pencil rolls out to him. And Max has the choice to change the route, and he feels bad about it, but he does it. And then. Uh, they go on some more journeys. They end up at a motel where they run back into Pete and PJ. Yeah, at this point, so Goofy has given Max the job of navigator. Um, so Max is in charge of the map. Um, and Goofy doesn't know that Max has rerouted them to L.A. to fulfill his plan. But in the hotel room... Uh, I keep want to call him Pluto. His name is Pete. Pete. Yes, I should know this. You know how many hours of Mickey Mouse Playhouse I've watched? Um, yeah. Pete says, or Pete overhears um, Max telling his plan to PJ, and uh, then he goes and tells Goofy. He snitches on him. So that's never cool. And and, and uh, Goofy's like, no, I trust my son. I don't have to check the map. I don't have to check the map. But the map box magically opens up for him, too. And he does take a little peek. And he's like, damn it, my son's a liar and a cheat. He didn't say that, though. That's what he thought. It was behind his big, dumb eyes. Yeah, he's very disappointed, very hurt. Why wouldn't he be? And then they start driving again. And they're driving down... A road and it has an intersection of fork. They either go left to LA or right to Idaho. And and Goofy's like, which way? Which way? Tell me which way. And the sign uh, says California this way and north 
that way. Yeah. Um, and Max says, go left. Yep. And Goofy's like, you lied to me. Oh, I hate you so much. He doesn't have to say that. But he's very disappointed. He's very fraught. And then they pull off into a little, um, little scenic turnout to like like, Grand Canyon ish. Yeah. And they're like arguing and having an emotional moment. And then the car, Goofy didn't put on the brakes. I guess. In park, I guess. Yeah, well, maybe he's got maybe he drives a manual car. Uh, put it in neutral and put on. I don't know. The car starts rolling down the hill, and then hijinks ensue, and they end up in a in a water going through the Grand Canyon in a rapids, and yeah. they're like on the car floating, and then they uh, are arguing, but they have to work together to to get through it. And then that somehow, maybe I dozed off for a second, but then they like go over a waterfall and Max has to like do the perfect cast with the fishing pole to like pull Goofy up off the waterfall. And then they float down on the giant tarp. Yep. And then this this part gets a little fuzzy because I guess they just landed backstage of the Powerline concert. That is exactly what happened. (laughs) That's they they put themselves in instrument uh, cases. They really gloss over a lot, and I don't know how they tracked down power lines because uh, they have no car. Their car is destroyed. Uh, they have no they have no possessions except for that tarp and a fishing pole <laughs> and the clothes on their backs. They've been in disgusting river water. Um. But when they were in the river, it was, uh, I guess, is the most famous line from the movie that uh, Max was like, I've got my own life now, Dad. And Goofy was like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to be a part of it. And that was like the real, that was the real thing that turned Max around. Um, it was the emotional climax. Yeah, that was really The rest it. of the movie is dumb. Yeah. And then so... <laughs> And so basically, they sneak onto the Powerline stage during the pay-per-view concert. Do it. Yeah, they they yeah. do the perfect cast as a dance move. Yep, Powerline's cool with it, and um, he starts doing it too. Worst security of all time at that concert. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure that they had to revamp their security system. Because uh, they had one security guard, could not track down. He couldn't chase down Max. Uh, Max does a whole like he does. He kind of recreates the the part at the beginning when he's on the <clears throat> he's flying through the air um, over the crowd. Uh, but yeah, they do the perfect cast dance, um, and Roxanne sees it and she's very impressed. Yeah. And um, there's also a shot of the nerdy class president girl kissing um, Polly Shore. Yeah, who we know now. Uh, I know now is Polly Shore. I was convinced that it wasn't, and I was yeah. wrong. Sorry. I believe you need to apologize to your wife. I do need to apologize to my wife. I I will for sure tell her. Do you want to do that live on air? 
Um, no, I don't. Okay. Just, just she trust doesn't listen anyway. <laughs> She's not going to listen. No. Um, I mean, she would listen if I called her and talked to her. Do you want to call her now? Live on air? No, I don't. Okay. She's no, she's busy. All right. <laughs> um, what happened after the concert? Did they um, go back home. They go home instantaneously. Nothing happens there. Um, they don't have a car. Their car is gone. They take airplanes. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they power Uber. line. Power, power line pays for their flight back. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, and then Max has to go to Roxanne and not tell her that he's a liar. And not confess that he's wrong, and not a, not say that he deserves love the way he is, and he doesn't have to be somebody he's not to impress people. He just goes back and is like, "Yep, I'm awesome." Let's no, make that now. He told her. He told her the truth. Uh, I don't remember that part. It was. He told her. Yeah, he told her the truth that he his dad didn't really know Powerline, that he hadn't met him before that before that day. Um. And yeah, he told her that. Oh, okay. And she was like, she was okay with it because he danced on stage with Powerline. Mm-hmm. Now, what would have happened if um, a realistic scenario had happened and they had gotten nowhere close to the stage at that concert? Um, Maybe even got arrested. Actually, the realistic scenario would have been that they had died in that river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, or Bigfoot would have eaten them. Bigfoot could have break, break. Bigfoot could have broken the windows of that car if he tried. Totally, I think he was just trying to scare them. Yeah, he just wanted to steal their stuff. Um. Yeah, so everything worked out roses like roses for Max, who yeah. lied his way to the top. This is a movie where things started good. Just got a little shaky, but not necessarily bad. And then the hero got everything he wanted without having to learn any lessons, grow, or yeah. change. No consequences at it all. Started good, stayed pretty good, and ended up great. Yeah, so no consequences for his bad behavior at school. Um, I guess other than having to go on a road trip with his dad. Yeah. No consequences for lying to Roxanne. No consequences for, well, I guess he didn't wreck the car and lose all their possessions. Yeah. But he kind of, he helped. For sure helped. Um, no, con- you know, uh, Goofy didn't get to actually take his son fishing like he wanted. Um, they went and did what Max wanted. Um. Yeah, they probably got. They probably would have gotten arrested for being on the stage and sneaking in. But anyway, so what? What did we learn from this movie? Well, I learned that um, a lot of people like this movie because when they watched it, they're Max's age, and it was just wish fulfillment, you know. So, what well, did you watch the television show Goof Troop? No, I have not watched Goof Troop. Um, I don't remember if it was before or after this movie. I don't know if it was Goof Troop and then this movie, or if it was this movie and then Goof Troop. Probably this movie, then Goof Troop. I'm going to guess. Maybe. I don't know. I I watched Goof Troop. Um, I didn't remember watching Goof Troop until, um, 
we watched the intro song and then i was like oh yeah i've watched this a thousand times um i don't remember anything about the cartoon though i don't know that cartoon exists i don't know anything about i never had disney channel growing up i didn't either i didn't have cable but goof troop came on fox after school so it was like tailspin goof troop now, I remember yeah. DuckTales. Rescue Rangers, DuckTales. You know, they weren't all on at Dark the same Wing time. But... I was over on the WB watching Batman Beyond. That was my oh, Batman Beyond. No, I was watching Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, Batman the Animated Series. Greatest cartoon television show ever made. Did you see that there's a new series coming to Disney Plus called X-Men 97? No, I didn't see that. Did you ever watch the animated X-Men show when we were kids? I didn't. No. It was good. It was a very good show. But I also didn't think I ever watched Goof Troop, but I did. Well, there was a really good... It was actually pretty serious, pretty adult. It was kind of gritty at times. It was kind of like Batman the Animated Series. And it was uh, the X-Men. It was just the X-Men. And it was um, super great. And Wolverine called everybody Bub. And it was, and Rogue was super hot. And now they're bringing it back. And it's nice. called X Men 97. Cool. It's going to be on Disney Plus. I watched the trailer for it. Like, like I know they're going to do it, but I watched, I haven't seen the trailer until today. I just watched it like right as I was waiting for you to record. So I'm pretty hyped. You know, what, um, you you bought my daughter's um, that Dungeons and Dragons uh, golden book. Yeah, yeah. Now June wants to watch that show so bad. That show's so bad. Um, I have it though. I I have the whole first season. Um, but St- Stevie, my little one, is like, no, it's too scary. It's too scary. <laughs> <laughs> she won't let you watch it. It's named Dungeons and Dragons. Those are two scary things. Yeah. There's a three-headed dragon. Yeah. Um, it is a terrible show, though. It's, um, but it's very, very near to my heart. I used to watch it a lot. Really? Yeah. I tried watching it in my 20s. I bought it a copy of it at Half Price Books. And I was even, I was going through a phase of life where I heavily partaked in the consumption of what some people might consider to be immoral um, inhalant uh, drugs. <laughs> okay. Even that didn't help? <laughs> that did not help. Even then, I was like, <laughs> this is stupid. I'm going to watch Freaks and Geeks for the third time. Hey, Freaks and Geeks is, uh, that's an all-timer. Yeah, pretty much all I did there for about a year, it wasn't too long, was like eat peanut butter straight out of the jar, watch Freaks and Geeks and Firefly back and forth. Oh, Firefly. That's like what I did when I had my first apartment. Man, that was, is that what you're trying to get back to? When you're, when you say I want to be cool again, that was that it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, that, I, I was, I was a... That part of my life did not last very long. And then I was like, I don't actually like this. I do like Firefly, though. Firefly is great. Yeah. 
top 10 show of all time. If they made a Firefly video game, tell me, what, what was that space video game that came out not too long ago? That, that was like Skyrim in space? Skyrim in space. Oh, it was a big flop. Oh, the one that just came out like yeah. last year. Um, I don't, I don't know because it didn't come out on PlayStation. But anyway, take that video game, but make it Firefly, and I'll get back into video games. Yeah, get me a quippy Captain Han Solo ripoff. Yeah, I'm good. Wait, Han Solo ripoff? Yeah, Nathan Fillion was totally a Han Solo ripoff. No way. Nathan Drake is a Nathan Fillion ripoff. Nathan Drake from Uncharted? Yeah. Yeah, probably. He I looks mean, like him. If they made... It's too late to get Nathan Fillion to play that role now. He's too old. But it would have been Well, they already old. got... Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, who is... He's a tiny child. Small. Tom Holland is a tiny person and a child. He's not a... He's like in his 30s, but he looks like a child. Yeah. He has a very young face. He's going to be making Spider-Man movies and then nothing else. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be kind of like forever Peter Parker. Yeah. Just Botox it up, buddy. Be Peter Parker for the next 20 years. He tried to do like a like a serial killer movie or something like that. Oh, oh, you know, if they ever make another Lord of the Rings, he could be a hobbit. He's kind yeah, of, yeah, he could. He's kind of got a wood. What other uh, what other childlike uh, <laughs> roles could he play? Well, I mean, like, what else has Elijah Wood done? Like, he did he do a serial done. killer movie too after The Hobbit. He's done a lot. He did a lot. He DJ'd. I'm. This is like the greatest thing regret of my life, and you know how my life have, has gone, and I still <laughs> say this is the biggest miss opportunity. Last summer. They had a, a Magic the Gathering event in Las Vegas. And one of the events was a midnight pajama party DJed by Elijah Wood. and Because the, the, the Lord of the Rings magic set had just come out. And uh, not getting to go in my pajamas, which is what a lot of these sweaty nerds wear to these cons anyway, basically, because you just got to be comfortable all day sitting playing magic for 12 hours. Uh, just not that sounds so smelly. <laughs> it is <laughs> personal hygiene is a big topic in the community. Uh, it's gotten better over the past, I don't know, five or six years. I'm sorry, I've never been to a Magic the Gathering uh, gathering, but um, so I shouldn't say I shouldn't judge. How, did you ever see the butt crack guy? Yeah, that's also uh, clouding my judgment. I think so that that guy did a lot of good for the community because everybody saw that it's still the top post of all time on reddit's magic forum and it uh that guy got banned and then like the ban got lifted two years later but uh yeah that actually really brought awareness to the butt crack problem <laughs> for those of you listening who don't, don't know like this tournaments game. you're usually sitting in a folding chair so you you could see your lower back, and most people, for some reason, generally wear basketball shorts. And most of these guys yeah, are between, they're mostly like 5'8", 
white guys that are about 280 to 350 and a lot of hairy butt cracks. And so this one dude who he himself fit that description just went and took a knee and like kneeled down in a praying position and put his hands together like he was praying by all these butt cracks and took at a tournament and took pictures of it and posted them on Reddit and it blew up. But this was that was like five, six years ago. It was very funny though. Did you see a ghost? There some I think I just got an Amazon package or somebody just threw something at my door. Um yeah, so that has really helped the community and, and also now there are a lot more uh, women in the community than there used to be, and they're very vocal about like hygiene. <laughs> about not wanting to smell, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So That's anyway, good. magic players are starting to wear jeans and deodorant. That's good. That's a good step. Pants, pants with a belt is required. <clears throat> so um, let's. Uh, we already rated this thing. Yeah. Do you have any updates to your rating? Um, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10 on our, uh, within our group. 5 out of 10 in regular movie group. Yeah, I'm going to score it uh, a 9 out of 10 on movies we've done. And then, yeah, I'm going to say it's a, for normal movies, it's a 5. All right, I'm going to say a 6. Just so we can um, calibrate our scores on a normal movie, a normal movie, what would you give The Departed? The Departed? Like an eight. Okay. What would you give Titanic? Titanic. I haven't seen Titanic in a very long time, but um, it is an achievement. I'd give it like a seven and a half. What would you give a 10? A 10? It's like, it's hard to think of a 10. I mean, like uh, a new hope. I mean, it'd be like the Godfather part two for me. Okay. I haven't seen God or the Godfather part one. Um, What would you give a new hope? A new hope? I'd give it a nine. I love that movie. I'd give a new hope a 10. What would you give Fellowship of the Ring? I'd give all those 10, straight 10. Yeah, I'd give all, all those straight 10s. I just want to make sure we were calibrated. Yeah, we're calibrated. What, what, last one, what would you give The Shining? The Shining? Stanley Kubrick? Like a seven. Seven? Okay. And you like that movie so much that you dressed up as Jack for Halloween. Yeah, well, I had the hair for it. Yeah. Um, and I could wear a costume. Um, that was basically the kind of clothes that, I wear anyway. That was the kind of clothes I wear anyway. Um, and nobody knew who I was. I was carrying around an axe, and nobody, nobody. Knew. People just thought you were a lumberjack. Lumberjack guy. Yeah, I'm lumberjack uh, guy most. Anyway, but my costume was spot on. It was. You were in the exact clothes. Like it, it was his exact clothes. You were cosplaying. Uh, yeah. It was too good. All right. Um, what would you do for the sequel for this movie? And there is yeah. a movie. There is a sequel yeah. called The Very, very Goofy Movie. A very goofy movie, which uh, my wife would not let me watch. 
Uh, apparently, it's bad. Looked like a straight to straight to video. Movie. As most Disney sequels are. Yeah, some are better than others. Um, Little Mermaid two, real bad. Real Little bad. Mermaid three, better. Okay, maybe <laughs> we'll cover that one day. <laughs> um, the sequel. The sequel would be. Max is now grown with a child of his own. Gets a little taste of his own medicine, but he has a daughter. Uh, 14 who is, year old. Who is his wife? Uh, Roxanne. Okay. It all worked out for him. His lies really paid off uh, <laughs> in the long run. But um, yeah, he's getting getting a taste of his own medicine. Goofy um, has not aged because Goofy does not age. He is an immortal. He uh, He's an immortal dog man um but he's the grandfather uh gets to be real goofy with his granddaughter um but his granddaughter is a real she's a real piece of work um as 14 year old girls can be uh she's a little boy crazy um she gets in trouble at school and then max thinks this trip with my dad worked when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great relationship after that. It might he doesn't really power. remember. He doesn't really remember it as it happened. He remembers it fondly. Rose colored glasses. Rose colored, rose tinted glasses. Um, so they go on a similar uh, escapade. He's not as goofy as goofy, but he, he makes a lot of mistakes along the way. But she wants to, she doesn't want to go to a Powerline concert. She wants to see a K-pop band. I'm throwing it over to you. This is your your sequel. No, no. This is this is a co-written. Uh, she I'm saying wants, that because I can't think of what she wants to do. Uh, she wants to go to the opening. She's a huge fan of a Japanese video game that's not Pokemon, but it's exactly like Pokemon. And they're opening up in Florida a new amusement park that is... Um, to rival Disney World. To rival Disney World. It's basically Harry Potter World, but for Pokemon. Which would be dope, and I would go to. Yeah, Poke World. I would, I would call it Poke World. She wants to go there. So he's going to take her. Yeah, he's gonna take her. Um, he he has no. Uh, he asks her. She wants to go. Um, hijinks ensue. Dot dot dot. Etc. Yeah, et sounds good. So that's the that's the premise. Um, either that, or she is just like Goofy. Yeah, that'd be good too. It skips a generation. Skips a generation. The the dumbness. Yeah. Um, here here's my sequel. I'll make it succinct. It's a uh, six months later. It's Christmas time. It's a Christmas movie, Ooh. and Roxanne has dumped has dumped Max, and he is spiraling in a huge depression. He's got the seasonal depression disorder, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plus, he just got broken up with. He doesn't have the magic of Christmas in his heart, and Goofy wants to take him on another road trip 
to go see his grandparents. Wait, we already had a Max and Goofy segment in uh, Mickey's, one of the Mickey Mouse Christmas movies, didn't we? Did he doesn't believe in Santa this? Claus anymore. Max doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Um, anyway, continue on your continue with your sequel. So Goofy takes. So they do yet another road trip, but this time it just is a real big bummer because Max is just like sad and dissonant the whole time. The and end. He's just listening to listening to emo music. Yeah. And then Goofy takes him into the city to see the Black Parade. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate emo album. Yeah. The end. The end. What a depressing sequel that is. That's not <laughs> right. Good. I, th- I had a good premise and I thought I'd find the end as I was talking, but I didn't. Christmas uh, so movie. Yeah. Who would that. you wear on merch? I think we can both agree. Polly Shore. What's that? Polly Shore. Oh, Polly Shore. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or Powerline, yeah. Powerline's gear. Did you think Powerline's outfit was reminiscent of Homer Simpson's outfit in the opening theme of The Simpsons when he's wearing the the new Yeah, it was definitely like a radioactive suit. Yeah. Um, He looked like another character that I can't think of right now. Like a mouse character? I don't don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anyway, anyway um, Powerline is not really probably uh, anyone who would be popular. Well, he the this movie was from ninety nine, right? Ninety five, I think. Ninety five. Okay. Uh, Powerline seemed very late eighties, you know. Yeah. He seemed very this Michael movie. Jackson-y. He basically just seemed like a Michael Jackson ripoff. He, you know, he definitely wasn't a rock star. He was a R and B star. You know. Yeah, it was. He was not a rock and roll. Guy. He wasn't slamming on his guitar. To quote, yeah, nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah, like this is. He wasn't. I don't know. I don't know popular music from ninety five. I was what eight years old. I didn't know anything. I was just I was just listening to the Toadies in '95. You know what I was listening to in '95? I was listening to the Eagles. I was listening to Tom Petty. Uh, I was listening to um, what? What's that? What's that guy? The the band with the four people with Rumors. I was listening to them. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Just because I was just in the backseat of my mom's Lumina minivan, I, I couldn't pick <laughs> what I listened to. Uh, and then uh, if my dad was god forbid if my dad was driving then i had to listen to bob dylan you don't like bob dylan i did i liked bob dylan in high school and like college i liked bob the more i got familiarized with alcohol the more i liked bob dylan um but uh, when i was eight in the back of my parents car or my dad when i was younger uh my dad had a car with a cassette tape deck and yeah. um he only had like four cassettes and i don't <laughs> remember <laughs> i don't remember what they all were one was definitely blood on the tracks by bob dylan which is my favorite bob dylan album and i love that album very much um but he also had 
I think it was a live album from Thin Lizzy. Oh yeah, Irish band. <laughs> I know like every Thin Lizzy song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does your dad? Um, does he listen to a lot of Irish music? Like, uh, oh, if the band also, is from Ireland, is he more likely to listen to them and give them a chance? Well, Thin Lizzy was like the local band when he was growing up, you know. And then he did have a Dubliners, or um, I don't know if that was a cassette or CD, but the Dubliners are like this group of old drunk men that sing yeah, like folk Irish, songs. Irish folk songs. Yeah, I don't know if my dad still listens to the Dubliners or not. I don't know about that. But I definitely remember listening to a lot of Thin Lizzy in the car as a child. That's pretty cool if they were his like local band. Yeah, pretty good. Better than Powerline, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, this podcast has come to a conclusion. All right. Oh, how long? Hold on. We got we got to take care of some business real quick first. <laughs> This is a video podcast. Sorry, this is I'm like remodeling my kitchen. It looks ugly. What is that? What is that behind you? Let's let's look at your backdrop. You got a chicken? I got a chicken. I got a, a framed Dungeons and Dragons map. Cool. This is a cool. fireplace that's in the dining room. Oh. Um, all right. Cool. I'm sitting at my dining room table at the head of my dining room table. It's I, it's I got to take care of some things over here, as you can see. <laughs> I got some business to tend to. You need to take that down this weekend. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I need to just like put some, I don't know, St. Patrick's Day decorations on it. <laughs> um, Fourth of July stuff. Um, yeah, we got to take care of that. For those on the audio podcast, the it's my Christmas tree is still up in my dining room. Um, but yes, please follow us on Instagram. And uh, more importantly, if you have a suggestion, I think we've decided we are in an era of doing films that are like millennial nostalgia movies. Those, and to be frank with you, it's because that's what you guys seem to want. That's what gets the listens. That's what gets the... This what gets the people interested. So that's what we're going to get to you for, for a while anyway. So if there's any movies you want us to cover, any favorite movies from the 80s or 90s you want to see, um, just DM us on Instagram. The DMs are open. We got a little willy-nilly there for a while and uh, with movies that weren't even kids' movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did The Matrix. <laughs> we, did, we did The Matrix. That was an experiment. Um, I successful. Got a lot of listens. It was a preview of our Saturday uh, Night Fathers. Saturday Night Father Dad. Keeper. Friday Night Dads. Friday Night Dads. All yeah. right, football games. Yeah. Yeah, that is what that podcast sounds like, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds like a high school football podcast. My boy, Gar- Friday Night Fathers. Friday Night Fathers um, sounds like overbearing dads who yell at their kids when they don't perform on the football field well that's why i think just for daddies just for dads is fine i'm fine with that i want i want to do every action movie 
from nine from was the nineteen seventy four. The year Jaws came out, basically. One movie from each year, right? Not every well, movie, not every action movie, because that will take ten years. Well, podcasts don't end. Yeah, one movie, one movie from every year, from nineteen seventy two or seventy four or whatever, whenever Jaws came out, to two thousand. Or whenever the first Marvel movie came started, just cover that period of action movies that were not Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to see Face Off. I want to see oh, oh Die Hard. I've never seen Die Hard. Sorry. Oh, oh Sean. You need to just watch Die Hard. Yeah, can I you know, just right? watch Die Hard? You can do that. Yeah, probably. You're, grown, probably you're a grown up. You're a grown man. You can watch Die Hard. I could. Yeah, I definitely only ever watch um, comedies of whenever I. Uh, Bruce Willis has some good. He has some good one liners in that. Okay. You have a Christmas tree up. It's a Christmas movie. I'll, I'll probably. I'll probably just watch. Um, Freaks and Geeks or uh, Serenity Firefly for the seventh time. Um, Serenity was a good movie. I watched Serenity before I saw any of the television show. That's okay. You can do that. You can do that. You can do that because I didn't even know there was a TV show for years after that. Oh, man. That's such a good TV (laughs) show. I want to live in that world. And like... I love that they used the that the like the bad guys the their equivalent of stormtroopers were just wearing leftover costumes from um, that bug killing movie. So, Starship Troopers. Yeah, they were just leftover costumes from that. <laughs> um, oh, Starship Troopers is great. We should do that one. Like, all, like uh, I remember watching behind the scenes features on the DVD, and they're like, "Yeah, we had like no budget in." All of our props were just stuff we stole off the Fox lot. Like <laughs> everything was just we painted stuff silver and black, and like it used to be on a, some other movie. Yeah. All right, well, podcast over. Podcast over. Um, DM DM us. Oh, iTunes reviews. We did. Did we get any new iTunes reviews? Did we? Oh, we gotta check. You can stop listening, listeners, if you want to. But if you stay, it might be worth your time. If you left us a review, we're going to read it now. I need to start pulling these up ahead of time. Yeah. That would be uh, that would be better than this silence. Did we get any? Uh no. I'm still scrolling. No, still, the only person who we don't know who left a review is Sandra D. Dixon. Sandra, you're a saint, and I love you. Everybody Thank else you. is my mom or coworker. <laughs> my mom is two of the seven. <laughs> Everybody uh, else. My mom's gonna be in town. My mom's gonna be in town this weekend. I'll have her leave a review. Okay. Thank you. All right. Good night, everybody. Um. All right, bye. Oh, you got to say the catchphrase. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday Morning Dad. It's part of this complete breakfast. Boom. 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 Boom.